This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Adam and Eve. Spring is in the air, but is it in your step? Is it in your bed? If you're interested in better sex starting now, go to adamandeve.com. They've got toys, lingerie, accessories, everything you need to level up your pleasure checks. And right now, Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping, which includes rush processing. That's discreet shipping, plus 100% free shipping with rush processing on your entire order. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy, all will be packaged and sent discreetly free and fast. So just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just enter offer code PAWPAW at checkout. That's PAWPAW, P-A-W-P-A-W at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code PAWPAW to get your discount, 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Code P-A-W-P-A-W. Goodbye, sweeties. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Okay. Yeah. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined by Holiday Boy, Jake Hurwitz. Hard Wanaka Surefoot. Oh. <laughs> Holiday lady, Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, currently cooking up a crock pot, a crock egg eggnog. Ooh. And Holiday Boy, Caldwell Tanner. Oh, Beverly Togold the Fifth, Felice Navi Dads. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Guys, this was my favorite intro. Oh, wow. And you know, you know why else it's my favorite intro? Because we don't have to do a recap. Oh, because that's this right. is oh, this is the right. Christmas special. We can just dive right in. Yeah, yeah. so we're we're gonna be heading to the crick. Home sweet home, baby. Home sweet home. Mm. So just so everyone has a little background on the on Christmas traditions, since the Crick is really kind of an anarchist society, mm. there's Emily and I talked about this uh, before, but there's no there's no Santa who comes and brings presents. The Crick people basically all have a secret Santa who breaks Aww. into their house in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. um, and so everybody basically has their own personal Santa who breaks into their stump and leaves presents under their Christmas bush. That's cool. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's breaking and leaving. Yeah. Exactly. I, I stress to Murph that the that power is always decentralized in the crick. So <laughs> mm-hmm. there would be no one Santa. Right. <laughs> Uh, so this is a uh, Christmas special brought to you by um, Arcane. <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch now in theaters. Yeah, by- <laughs> uh, brought, to, brought to you by NADPOD. Uh, you guys see, you guys don't see it. The audience at home sees Ol Cobb sits in a rocking chair next to a roaring fire and a Christmas bush. An Adirondack chair, you mean, right? Yes, yes. He sits in an Adirondack rocking chair. How close is the bush to the fire? Very close. Okay, I was just about to close. say that. <laughs> uh, so this bush is this little green and brown bush decorated with lights and ornaments. There's a crude stocking, essentially just a long, dirty sock hanging over the fireplace. The fire is burning 
so dangerously close oh, to no. a bunch of very flammable objects. If Beverly was here, he would pitch mm. a fit. Mm. Good to be home. Moonshine, that would not be able to tell the difference. That tree is not flame retardant. <laughs> uh, you see the stocking is smoking a little bit, uh, but Old Cobb's just sitting there in his chair addressing <laughs> addressing the camera. Riddled not, with fire. You know, that's, they say that's how you know someone's thinking of you on Christmas, if you got a little bit of soot from a dangerously close stock into mm-hmm. the fire. Not to mention all this fire is taking place in a stump, yes. right? Inside. Yeah, we don't got good ventilation in those stumps. So Old Cobb uh, takes a big, deep breath of smoke. He inhales a bunch of smoke. Quick smoke. Yeah, and he looks into the camera and he goes, Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. We here at the Crick love the holidays. It's a time for hospitality, mm. getting steamy in the timeout bag, mm. and getting so drunk on Crick water that we can see Melora. Oh. Our people have a lot of stories, but this one, well, this one's a new one starring our very own band of boobs. And Old Cobb pulls out this big storybook and opens it uh, and then goes to read, but then looks at camera and he goes, I know what you're thinking. Crick Elves can't read, right? No, that's a moonshine thing. That's a decision that she made not to learn how to read. I'm a visual learner. We know how to read. I'm a visual learner. We know how to read. Very important uh, for this episode. Mm -hmm. Everything is in claymation. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Hell yeah, it's in claymation. Okay, so we see a wide shot of the crick as everything is lit up for Crickmas. The stumps are alight with little arcane floating torches that hover, glowing white. Nannerflies turn from yellow to green and red oh. in the winter. The uh, male nannerflies turn red, the female nannerflies turn green. Uh, so you just see these floating bulbs uh, oh, they th- throughout the town. That's good shit! Yeah, let's say it's nannerfly mating season. <laughs> so... Uh, and then we go into Moonshine Stump, which in this fantasy world, it is a big two-story stump. Ooh. <gasps> uh, and Old Cobb begins reading, and he goes, "'Twas the night before Crickmas, when all through the stump, not a creature was stirring, except maybe a chipper monk. <laughs> <laughs> the timeout bag hung by the chimney, of course." in hopes that St. Maribel would drop off some spores. Wow. The boob crew were nestled all in one big bed. (laughs) Nice, dude. While visions of Shay's yoga danced in their heads. Mm, I'm picturing it. Moonshine in her jersey, hard one in his cap. Beverly prayed to Pallor to bless all his dads. (laughs) When just downstairs arose such a clatter, the boobs sprang out of bed. To see what was the matter. Hey, what the heck was that? And that's you guys. Uh, I was just in a trance, actually. I heard something. So you, guys, wake so, up. so you guys are upstairs in this cozy cabin. I think mm. I'm probably like, y'all, it's just our secret Santa. Don't worry. All's good. Oh. I'll, th- I'll throw off the covers and tear open the sash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so are you going? Are you opening the window or where are you going? I'm going to peek out the window. Okay. I have you- a literal sugar plum in my head. <laughs> uh, you look out the window and you hear Crick folks yelling at each other. He stole my Christmas bush. Hey, somebody took a shit in my stocking. You took a shit in my stocking. Um, what? My folk are rowdy. Sounds like, yeah, 
Are they supposed to take shits in the stockings? Is that normal? Well, it's about the intention when you take the <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, sure, yeah. Sometimes context. you're trying to. Sometimes it's a spiteful shit. This and sometimes... was a spiteful shit. Look at this shit. I, oh, I look oh, at it and no. I'm like, that is spiteful. We better get out there. Yeah, no one would take such a runny shit on purpose. No, you if you're gonna if you're gonna gift a shit, it's gonna be a nice like put together one. Yeah. A I lock. think we'll run out. I want to run outside uh, wearing my long, my long Christmas, <laughs> my, my long cap, like a long cap. Okay, Ooh, so you guys, I'm, we- I'm definitely wearing like um some itchy woolen long underwear. Sweet. Ooh. So you guys go downstairs to the living room in Moonshine's uh, fancy fantasy stump, and when you get down there, you see that uh, you're in this beautiful living room decorated for Christmas. It's extremely cozy. There's a little rug next to the fire. Uh, and, and since Crick Elves do not practice fire safety, it has <laughs> been going tarnished. all night. Yeah. Like, I, I imagine Beverly put it out, and then Moonshine got a little cold, <laughs> and then came back down and threw some more well, wood on the fire. it's our nightlight. It's our nightlight. It's the nightlight, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that you you move the grate. I'm going to put the grate back in front here. Why? So I, well, you know, it's, it's uh, aesthetic. I thought it was great where it was. Thank <laughs> and, you very uh, much. I bow. And next to the, <laughs> next to the fire, you <laughs> see... does a golf clap. <laughs> uh, you see three chipper monks... In little red hats are singing Christmas Christmas carols, and they go, "Christmas, Christmas time is here. Time for wishes and crawfishes. We have been good scramble boys. We would like some Christmas toys. Two nanorflies that breed, that breed. I want hospitality." We can hardly stand up straight. We have to be for we can. Um, Bravo! I Thank shove, you. I Thank shove you. some, uh, I shove some popcorn kernels into their mouth, and then I hold them near the fire so that it bursts open, so they get <laughs> a little. Pop- <laughs> they start spitting up popcorn. Uh, but you guys do see while you're down here, temporarily distracted by the chipper monks. Um, something ain't right here. Something's amiss. Hmm. Uh, Moonshine, you what? see that your Crickmas bush has been stolen. <gasps> and the rocking chair that Balnor fell asleep in tonight, it's been knocked over and Balnor is gone. What? what? Balnor? And your stockings are empty. Moonshine, someone burgled our Balnor. Huh? You, you hear outside just cricks are hollering. People are okay, going nuts. Okay, we're running out. And, I'm yeah. running out to all the of our, street. All of our see... stockings are empty. Those are those were our little mini bags. Do we see any, <laughs> any any footprints or any sort of like evidence of who took Balnor? Oh, go ahead and yeah. I guess we should detective scene this. We're Christmas detectives. Yeah, go ahead and do a little investigate check. Fifteen. Five. Twelve. Okay. I will say with a 15, it looks like the scene here has been staged a little bit. Besides the rocking chair that has that has fallen over, everything else seems like a little neat, like there wasn't much of a struggle. Um, huh. You see one footprint, and it's kind of a small foot, like maybe a youngin or something. Mm. Y'all, I got something dark to ask. Do you think it's possible that Balnor's had enough of us? And just left on his own volition. Do you think Balnor went full Grinch? Oh my! No, Lord. he would never. It wouldn't be Balnor. Balnor loves bags. The, Christmas is a bag holiday. Yeah, that's oh, what toys no. come in. It seems like whoever came in here just wanted Balnor. I think he was kidnapped. None of your Christmas presents are here. But there the, are no the Christmas. Stockings are uh, empty. Stockings, stockings are, are empty. empty. Are the stockings soiled? Has someone uh, spitefully shat in our stockings? 
you look in the stockings, Is your stockings scratching? have not been soiled. Okay. Okay. They um, took everything that mattered to us and Balnor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, did they take our bag? Yes, they oh, have. Oh, no, our bag uh, of holding. The bag of holding, because Balnor. What? Uh, excuse me. There is some demonic presences in there. So now we have a problem. Uh, yeah. Can I can I ask the chipper monks if they saw who broke and entered? By the way, great job, boys. That oh, was thanks, that was a moving. I'm <laughs> hard ones wiping tears away. Really <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> class. <laughs> Did you happen to see uh, who took our small dad? Well, we've been going around and just singing carols for everybody as they woke up. And when we got in here, uh, there was no small dad here. Uh, we were just waiting for you guys to come around so we could sing little carols for you. Oh, how long were you waiting? Mm, about an hour. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. We, we would have woken up sooner. Ah, it's okay. We were practicing. <laughs> okay. I saw you help yourself to the, the wet bar, though. Yeah. I mean, you gotta have a little drink. <laughs> Fair enough. You gotta have a little drink, man. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I think of... it makes you sing better. Thank you. Yeah. You know, Lose you your inhibition. Yeah. Yeah, you get, let's you kind of just lose yourself in the music. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Should we should we go outside? Yeah. Yeah, let's run out into the street. Uh, I give them on. some gorp uh, as a Christmas gift. Can I check the? Can I as I'm exiting? Can I check the uh, windows and doors to see if there's any evidence of how someone might have gotten in? If it was a, a break in or someone was let in? Here's the thing, Moonshine. On Christmas, on Christmas Eve, you ain't gonna lock your door. You know what? Thank That's you true. so much for putting me in my place. That is absolutely <laughs> Dang, it's true. It's like double Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and just anytime we say Christmas, know that we meant Christmas. Yes, it's all. This is all Christmas. Yeah. Let's go outside. All right. You guys go outside. Oh, hold on. I, I put on my. I'm wearing uh, the exact PJs that Kevin McAllister was wearing in Home Alone One. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and I put a big uh, overcoat on over them. Beautiful. You guys get outside and. All of these cricks are fighting with each other. You see a youngin wrestling a uh, crick bullywug peeper, like a little bullywug, but they're trying to hurt each other. You took my presents. I know you took my presents. I, 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 se- I separate them. I blow a whistle. Yeah, <laughs> I stand up on a tall stump and I say, get it together, my folk. Someone stole my Christmas bush. Hey, someone stole my Christmas bush. I hey, somebody took a shit in my stocking. Again, we all heard you. Y'all got a shitty stocking. We got that. Yeah. No, but somebody shit in my stocking too. Oh. Was multiple. everybody here the victim of Christmas burglarization? There are like 30 Crick elves out here that have mm. just like walked outside. Moonshine, your stump is a little bit out from the grandma tree. Yeah, I like my privacy. You hear arguments and yelling everywhere, though. Oh. But, like, all of your neighbors are outside, like, what happened? Uh, go ahead and give me an insight check. Just Moonshine? Uh, all you guys. Uh, hopefully someone else hmm. does better because I got a 13. 13. I got a 16. I got 16. a 17. Okay. Wow. Um, so you guys immediately pick up that that pretty much everyone had their Christmas bushes and their um, presents stolen, mm. but only the people to like the east of Moonshine got their stockings shit in. <gasps> oh. Huh. Wait, east. I'm trying to remember the Crick's so, geography. So it's basically like Grandma Tree's like kind of all, all the way to the east, and yeah. then you go west to the Living Wood. Okay. So only to the east. So it's not the Living Wood, so it's furthest from the Living Wood is what's getting shitting. That's where the, the shitting then, is getting. That's where it started. And then on the west side, the presents have gotten burgled. Mm. Presents, mm. presents have gotten burgled everywhere. And then suddenly uh, you guys hear closer to the Grandma Tree... Uh, in a certain crick front stump, uh, you hear a bunch of people running out going, Hey, he's got our Christmas bushes! He's got our Christmas bushes! 
You guys see Cooter is dragged out by a bunch <gasps> of other Crick Elves, and Cooter's just going, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, I didn't do it, I wouldn't do this. Did they find him in your stump? You guys rush up to Cooter's stump, uh, and you see Petrie, one of the many Petries goes, yeah, he took all our Crickmas bushes. Look, his stump's full of Crickmas bushes. He's got a bushfield stump. Let's check inside. Mm. You guys look inside. Cooter's stump is full of bushes. Cooter. Hey, what about his stocking? I look in. Do uh, there's nothing in there. Nothing in there. Can I run back? Um, I want to kind of do a survey of the scatological content of the stockings. Okay. Oh. Uh, I want to see if the shit is the same consistency. Uh, and if it seems like one offender, I want to do like, a nature check, maybe? Okay, so you want to go around and Collecting collect the shit. shit. Yeah, I want to collect shit samples. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I definitely have a scat badge. Okay. <laughs> so I'll say... They, they will sing songs of this, Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> so you collect you collect um, some pieces of shit I'm from like gloves. the east. You're, you're, yeah. Uh, carefully put on some gloves. Um, you begin I'm, taking... I'm helping him, but I'm, no, I'm not using any <laughs> yeah. glove. I'm just doing handfuls. I have gloves. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll put them on later when I'm not touching all the shit. This thing pretty fancy. <laughs> gloves are nice. Yeah, gloves are nice. I like kind of wedge them into your bib. <laughs> the Crick Elves are outside and rowdy right now. So you see a couple of them that, ha- that have stumps by the east side of the Crick uh, hold out their stockings. Yeah, they're shit. There's somebody shit in my stocking. Uh-huh, uh-huh, hold it up to uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. Um, Beverly, go ahead and give me... I feel like he would... Uh, you would know dung pretty well, Bev. Yeah, uh, go ahead and give me an investigate check with advantage. Or, um, Moonshine, you can also make a nature check. Ooh, that's gonna be 17. Ooh, that's better than I did. I got a six. Okay. Looks to be chipper monk shit. What? Alright, oh, let's go back. I'm going back for that little choir chipper monks. And I'm getting them all in little headlocks. Okay. Uh, Moonshine, you go back to your stump. The chipper monks are not there. Is there shit in the stocking? You look in the stocking, and there is bigger shit in there. Oh, bigger God. shit, not chipmunk shit. What not about, shit. can I do nature roll to see you if this is still chipmunk? Wait, did you say I could do oh, a, uh, 20. I, oh, 20. Not shit. that. 20? Go ahead and give me an arcana check with advantage. <laughs> okay. Magic shit? 15. You, looking at the two different types of shit, mm-hmm. you get the feeling that... Maybe those weren't chipper monks. They might have been something else <gasps> that was coming out of its transformation. A changeling. Oh, Melora. And then you guys go back and you compare the other stockings, look at all the other shit, and Is you see like that the shit gets bigger. Increasing? What? It gets bigger as it goes from stump to stump. Do you think that it's like acquiring mass and that's why its shit is getting bigger? Maybe so, because we wait. fed it. We fed it. Remember? Yeah. Are we feeding we some popcorn. kind of? Yeah. Do you have a popcorn? Um, but you you do see the Crick Elves are all fighting. They're all super angry at each other. Cooter is like trying to defend himself, um, but nobody believes him. Now hold on. All right. Hey, Cooter. Cooter, you look like a kind of guy who needs a lawyer. Paw paw. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> You see, uh, whatever happened to innocent till proven guilty, everybody. That's right. You listen to them. Ah, who cares about them? They saved the crick, you son of a bitch. They start punching each other like people who were attacking Cooter, uh, but defending you are fighting people who were attacking Cooter 
but attacking you, just like everyone's fighting with each other. We're going to get to the bottom of this. I pick up a a pine cone, and I say, I cast Cone of Truth. (laughs) Uh, Cool. You cast Zone of Truth on Cooter. (laughs) (laughs) Cooter, enter this truth circle with me. Uh, yeah, sure. Why you, not, bud? You do not need to take your clothes off to enter the truth circle. I mean, I'd rather. I, I feel like I should do it just to be safe. Whatever. I don't, I don't want to get my clothes infected. Whatever you are comfortable with. Okay. All right. Now, for the benefit of everyone here, did you or did you not steal those bushes? I did not steal those dang bushes. See, in the light of Pelor, with Melora looking on as his aide, he did not steal the bushes. And now, cross-examination. <laughs> Paw <Pawpaw. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> See, Papa walks back and forth. Rare. Am I, wait. Am I on the other side? I have no idea. (laughs) The way that um, Crick Court, you know what? Let's make this formal. So you see some of the Crick, you see a few of the old folks from the old folk circle come over and they're like, hey, okay, let's do this the right way. Cooter deserves a an actual defense. Every Crick Elf gets a defense. You, y'all can be his defense team. She uh, she points to uh, the band of boobs and Papa. My minor illusion suits on all of us. <laughs> uh, Papa's got a little bow tie now. You guys are all wearing suits. Uh, you guys go over to the speaking stump and uh, this woman, uh, this older Crick Elf from the old folks circle um, stands next to the stump and goes... I'll rise for the honorable Judge Mama. <laughs> and you see Mima and Mama walk out. Mima looks just like tired that all the people are fighting. You could tell she's been Is her trying hair to get in, in curlers. Yeah, oh. she's, yeah, she was like in bed for the night. What's going on? Y'all are crazy. Cooter wouldn't do I want this. Mama to also have her hair in curlers. Yeah, Mama also has her hair in, in curls. She's like, Pardon my appearance, fellow Crick Elves. You look absolutely immaculate, my queen. Thank you, my champion. All right, everyone. No makeup. Hashtag. Please be seated. Will all those who have a complaint against the defendant please stand up and shout at him? Uh, And you see a bunch of Crick Elves stand up. He shit my he shit my sock. Hey, he took my Christmas bush. He's got a whole he's got a whole stump full of bushes. And Mama turns to Cooter and goes, Defendant, Cooter, these are the charges that have been filed against you. Filed. <laughs> Would you like a trial by wrestling or just a regular talking one? And Cooter goes, <laughs> I want a regular talking one because I didn't do it. I have an exhibit to enter. You are doing this correct. Thank you for uh, acknowledging Crick tradition and just yelling out when you have evidence. <laughs> I got an exhibit. Just jumps up on the stump. Y'all, I'm gonna pass around an exhibit, and that is exhibit shit, which is I'm gonna pass around a handful of the shit. Everyone, take a sniff. This shit is from isn't not from a crickel. Hard one starts passing out the shit with no I'm gloves. Gonna, I'm trying to pass out as many gloves as I can, but I no know one's y'all, inspected if you wish. I know y'all look have ste- all stepped in some chipper monk shit before. This is chipper monk shit. <laughs> they look around. They all, it's so unprofessional. Just literally <laughs> passing around evidence uh, through the crowd. They're all passing around. They pull out these little pellets. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it kind of looks like chipper monk shit. Why would the chipper monks... Calvin and the Petries wouldn't do this. Calvin and the Petries wouldn't shit my sock. I think Cooter would do it. Cooter would do it before. Cooter can't make chipper monk shit out mm, that butthole. That's right. Uh, and you Cooter, see, do yeah. it. Do it right now. Take a show up. Show us butthole. <laughs> Take a shit right now and show everyone that y'all don't shit chipper monk shit. Uh, all right. 
<laughs> you see, Cooter goes. I, Cooter goes I to the corner. I fashion a curtain. You fashion a, a curtain. Uh, Go bucket real quick. Cooter, for all this Cooter goes. Oh, Cooter goes bucket into a bucket, <laughs> and he comes back out. See, pass that around. I didn't make them little pellets. Oh, it's that is rank. T- <laughs> it's so big. It's very big. And oh. He wouldn't have been able to do this if he had also shit in the other stocking. So dry. <laughs> no one has this much. This is also the worst Christmas, Christmas ever. <laughs> I think that that proves our point. Uh, and you see Papa, ever the professional lawyer, he's just like pouring over some books, walks over and grabs one of the chipper monk pellets. He's got a little nugget in his hand. Don't, don't eat it. And he presses it. Uh, and it pops and it turns into like bigger shit. What? Wow. Some kind of illusion. Rare. Rare, rare. Can we rare. do. Have we done an Arcana oh, check on this shit? Yet? The crib. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, oh, what's he saying? I don't understand it. <laughs> rare. Just let him talk it out, y'all. You see, Mama just gets everything and is just nodding. An illusion. Well, Cooter's not capable of performing some kind of illusion. And Cooter goes, yeah, and if I was going to steal something, why would I just steal a bunch of bushes? The presents are missing. You could search my stuff, you sons of bitches. Hey, don't call me a son of a bitch. You're a son of a bitch. Hey, hey, we got to save mama. We got to save dad. Oh, you walking around like you know who your daddy is. They're all just wrestling and all fighting right, each all other. All right, all right. Everyone, hush up. I'm going to cast a fourth level locate creature on them chipper monks. Ooh. I want to find Kelvin. You want to find Kelvin. Specifically the Kelvin that I just had an interaction with. Okay. So you know Calvin Calvin and the Chipper Monks every year come around and do carols. Are you looking for Calvin or are I'm you looking, looking for, for the who Kelvin was in the stump? that I just talked to. The Calvin that you just talked to. Um, Moonshine, you've, you've met this Calvin before. The one that we met seem off in any way. Seem pretty straightforward, hmm. but but you d- for Calvin and the Chippermonks to shit in a stocking. Afoot? Yeah, seeing as that's not that's not afoot. okay. They yeah. wouldn't do that. Hmm. Moonshine. Yeah. You get the sense that this Calvin is heading west to the Living Wood. West. All right, y'all. I think a uh, hot pursuit heading west. Yep. I think we let this trial play out out here, and we go get on the heels of this. Kelvin imposter. Let us Absolutely. go round up some witnesses. Yeah. yeah. Put on your Christmas best. You see Papa walks out into the middle of the stump and goes, ram, ram, ram. He kind of chats with Mama like a lawyer talking to the judge. Ram, 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 And there's a hush over the crowd. And she goes, I will grant the defense a recess. We'll meet back here in one hour. She knocks her little gavel. It's so small. Ram. And right. Papa just looks so stressed out. Uh, and he turns to you, Moonshine, and he goes, Ram, 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 Don't worry, Pa, I'm on it. Ram. I'm on it. He motions to you like he needs to stay with Cooter and talk to his client. Absolutely. You are the height of professionalism, and I would never stand in the way. We're going to beat the charge. We're going to beat the charge, Papa. Yeah. <laughs> ram, 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 Ram. And Cooter goes, Thank y'all so much. I did not steal these bushes. Why would I steal a bush? It's stupid. It's true, there's bushes yeah. everywhere. It's stupid and fucking weird. Cooter, I trust you. <laughs> All right, I gotta talk to you my kicked, lawyer. You, right. kicked the, you kicked the rot, and you're gonna kick these charges. Thank you. He's uh, 500 an hour, by the way. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. All right. I got 17 kids. It's gonna be tough for the family. <laughs> 500 crawfish. Papa goes, rare, rare, rare. And you see Papa and Cooter walk off, but you see 
the vibe at the crick is not very crick missy right mm. now. Everybody's just at each other. Are you saying throats. that we need to save Crickmas? You just might need to save Crickmas. That's a lot for some dainty shoulders. As you guys start walking off, uh, you see Meemaw uh, comes and walks over to you guys uh, and joins you as you're walking west. And she goes, uh, so no pressure, y'all, but we do need to find out what's going on because something definitely ain't right. And um, the Meemaw of the Cricks gets her powers by the hospitality of her people. And right now, I've gone from can trip to can't trip. Uh, she goes oh. and she tries to, you know she's like a near like level 20 druid. She goes to hold up her hand to try to cast just like a can trip and it just fizzles out. Oh my gosh, this is a bad berry. It's a bad, I can't even make a good she berry. made a bunch of bad berries. Made some bad berries, yeah. This is so tragic, they went after my Mima. They lost the Christmas spirit. Oh, Meemaw, we gonna get you bat power back. Y'all, somebody needs to save Crickmas. Okay. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. All right, we're heading in hot pursuit of them shiver monks. You head in hot pursuit of the shi- <laughs> chipper monks. Them faux chipper monks. Uh, go ahead and give me a, um, I, I guess, like an investigate check or a nature check or something. You're trying to like track people through the woods. Ooh, I got a 22. 22. Ooh. Great. I'll follow Moonshine. I got a three. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine's not higher than that. Okay. So, Moonshine, you use the power of your spell, uh, the locate creature. Uh, you find approximately where they were at one time. Um, and you do see along the way, like somebody was dragging a bag full of presents. You see that some of the grass is pushed down. There's just this like kind of big wide path for a little bit. Every once in a while, you'll run into like a Crickmas toy uh, mm-hmm. or a Nannerfly pie laying mm-hmm. out like over the ground. Uh, can I say that for the duration of this, we are all riding on uh, reindeer that I've summoned? <gasps> Hell yes. Okay. Uh, what is the crick equivalent of a reindeer? It's probably like a real nasty moose. <laughs> Mud moose? Yeah. A gunk moose? Yeah, a bunch of gunk mooses. So you're all riding gunk. Yeah, I'll say with one summoned steed, you can each have a gunk you, moose. We could also ride gators. Oh. It's, it's whichever y'all prefer. Ooh. Wait, are they gators with antlers? Yeah. Yeah. Antlered gators. Horn gators. Yeah. Horny gators. Anters. Ganterlopes. Cool. Ganterlopes. Great. So you guys... um, I've already burned two second level spells. (laughs) I burned my fourth level. (laughs) You burned your fourth level. Very funny. Uh, So you guys uh, are tracking this path through the woods, but eventually it gets a little bit harder to track. You see like the occasional little piece of like a toy train or something. All Christmas gifts are always personal and handmade uh, oh, for nice. the people that they're giving it to um, from crick to crick. Um, but eventually you kind of stop seeing people around you. Uh, but with that role, you do run into your old friend, Joe the Praying Mantis, uh, who's wearing a teeny little Crickmas sweater. Uh, and he walks out and he goes, Oh, hey, Mayor Chan. How are you, Mr. Mayor? Oh, good to see you. <laughs> yeah. Good to see you, hard one. Joe, I'm looking at your sweater. It says Mo Mo Mo. That's so nice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's got a little Pawpaw claws. I like Pawpaw. Where's Pawpaw? Pawpaw's got some, uh, he's working on Christmas, if working you can believe it. Working on Christmas. He, he works too hard. Didn't intend to, didn't yeah. intend to, but it happens. Yeah, my wife tried to kill me tonight. 
What? Oh, yeah. It'll I'm, happen. I'm a praying mantis, so it happens uh, from time to time. But oh, I see. Also, I see. she was a little bit more vicious than usual. You oh. know, she tried to, usually they just ch- try to chop your head off. This time she was trying to go from bottom up, so I t- uh, I would have like extra pain. That's I would have a, a painful death. Who would yeah. do something that terrible? I know, someone who lost their Crickman spirit. I'll tell you what. Oh, my lord. It seems as though the critters of this fine nation are getting... Some bloodlust. These are cursed critters, yeah. Cursed critters. Uh, Joe, where, where's your wife now? My wife? Well, she's back at our little, uh, wherever Prey Mantis live. <laughs> Probably in some We sort live of... in a teeny little cave. Yeah, like a All little right. hole. Maybe yeah, we, we go talk hole. to your, That's maybe something. we go talk to your wife. You want to go? Um, I would love for her to blow off some steam if y'all want to go talk to my wife. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, head to the bar. Yeah, All right. Head to the bar. <laughs> Grab a pint. I'm yeah. off to the bug bar. See you later, y'all. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, man, he's going to drink Merry something. Merry Christmas. Joe's going to drink something out of a thimble. I just know it. Oh! Uh, little Joe scampers off. All right. Should we head? Should we Should we keep in pursuit of these chipper monks, or should we investigate his wife? I want to talk to the bug wife. <laughs> I think the chipper monks are the yeah, culprit. Yeah, you might be right. That. You didn't ask Joe about the chipper monks or anything. You just sent him off to go to a little bar. <laughs> And said that you would talk to his wife. His story was a bit distracted. His wife tried to kill yeah. him, but in a mean way. Wait, should we talk to his bug wife? I feel like we should talk to his bug wife. Are we going to lose trail of the chipper hmm. monks? Potentially. Right. Joe doesn't live too that far away. Joe is like out on... You get into like a fight with your significant other and you go for a walk. Uh-huh. All right, Joe, Joe is out for a walk. We'll catch okay. up with Joe. Howdy, Nadpoles. Caldwell here. I'm recording this ad literally hours before going to the airport on a trip to visit some family in New York. And if you're wondering, no, I have not packed my bags yet. Packing stresses me the hell out because I have to do wardrobe math about how many shirts and pants and underwear to bring. And uh, let me tell you, folks, I always get it wrong and I always pack too much. That being said, there is one thing that always goes into my suitcase without a second thought, and that is my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. Raycon offers amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there. Which is good because it means I can go on a jog and not worry about them falling out and getting sucked into a sewer grate. Although I guess that's probably how the Ninja Turtles get their earbuds, so if some mutant creature living in the sewer happens to get them, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. But thanks to Raycon, it's not something I ever even need to concern myself with. So, if you're also going on a trip soon and are looking to bring along the perfect pair of earbuds, go to buyraycon.com slash today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That is right, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash One more time, that's buyraycon.com slash All right, thanks for listening. And have a great trip. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer, 
offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Uh, you're going to run after Joe. Should we, should yeah, we, like, we should ask him about the yeah, chicken yeah. box. Okay, okay. We catch up with him. Uh, Joe, before you go, uh, one last one, one quick thing. Do you, uh, you see any chipper monks around here? Chipper monks. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I see chipper monks all the time. You see any acting suspicious? Any acting suspicious? No, acting well, out of character, running this way and that? No, all I seen out here tonight, there were... What about the carolers, Kelvin and the... Uh, yeah, you see one with a big C? And the Petries. I haven't seen Calvin and the Petries lately. Only people I saw out here that uh, I hadn't seen in a while were... Uh, saw a few gnomes carrying a big bag. I fucking knew oh it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Figured they're some kind of traveling wizard or something. Uh, Extend your claw. Where did where is that vermin? He extends a claw to like the northwest. All right, we just we book it. I uh, hard one it. kicks his gunk moose <laughs> hard. <laughs> you guys start heading northwest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you go in the direction that Joe pointed. Wait, I'm just realizing they are crocodiles with antlers. But no, no, he's called... on a gunk moose. No, no, no. I'm on a crocodile. I think that's what they're called. They're called gunk moose, but they're an, a crocodile with antlers. Okay, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. Uh, yes, you guys are all on these frightening steeds. I whisper curse words into my steed's ear. <laughs> makes him run so fast. I run my hand along his ridges. <laughs> uh, so you guys follow where Joe told you to go, and eventually uh, it leads you to the cave that Maribel used to meditate in. Uh-oh. And outside, uh. there are gnomes playing. They're just, like, destroying toys, just jumping on top of them and stuff. That's rude. Fun. You also see, tied up there, is Balnor. <gasps> They're just walking over and, like, kicking him for fun. Y'all, That's should so we fun. massacre? Yeah, I draw, I draw my axe. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, real quick maybe cast something to loosen them up. We're going, to, that, we're going yeah. to a rage. There yeah. are yeah. there are three gnomes there, and you see Balnor is super fucked up and tied up. Can we just charge in on our gunk meese and go in javelins ablazing? <laughs> yeah, do they uh, get go ahead and attack? do a stealth check if you guys are like sneaking up on them. I got a 16. 16. 13. I got a 11. <laughs> 11. Okay, they got a 14 on their perception check. These are large creatures. So you see, as soon as you guys kind of start poking your heads out to get a better look, like readying yourself to go into an attack, you see the gnomes look up at you and go, <laughs> there they are, catch us if you can. And you see they turn into little chipmunks and skitter off into the cave. Deck nab it. Okay, um, I cast Dispel Magic. <laughs> okay, you cast Dispel Magic on them, and they just go, oh no, we don't get to be chipper monks anymore. They turn back into gnomes and continue running into the cave. <laughs> uh, I misty step to meet them. Uh, you misty step. You arrive in the mouth of the cave, and you see the gnomes 
go and hide behind a figure. You see in this cave, you guys had been in this cave before. This is where you found the cursed book. Yeah. There are like the old candelabras and stuff, but you see the cave is full of Christmas presents. This is where they all are. Oh, they and, grinched up this dang cave. And you oh. see the gnomes are hiding behind a figure. A tall high elf in <gasps> silver armor covered in chains with a slight green tint to his skin. And he goes, Hello, Beverly. <gasps> what? What the fuck? And it is Glad Roselle. No! How can it be? You're dead! Fiala resurrected me, but she said she'd only restore me if I could prove my worth, and I will. I will ruin Crickmas, destroy the hospitality of the Crick Elves, and cripple the Mima of the Crick. This is so petty, man. Yes, I hate you. She I hate you and your friends. These gnomes, they agreed to help me just as, as long as they could shit in stockings. They're just awful little creatures, and you hear them go, tee tee And you're palling around with them? I'm not palling around with them. They're just my allies for now. No, y'all are like besties. We're not besties. Can I look at Galad and say, I'm so sorry. This is probably so hard for you to see. And I take Rosaline out of my hilt oh, to show her a little that's bit. That's my sword. Really? Because I'm pretty sure she answers to me now. Oh, yeah. I kiss it. <laughs> mm. Don't do that. I kiss it more. Don't do that. You're I gonna lick get it. Dirty. I nibble it. You're I tweak get it. Her dirty. I fucking go down on it. <laughs> Don't go down on her. She needs Steve to be throwing that smart. Oh she my needs God. to be pure. Oh, she <laughs> needs to be pure. You are bleeding. <laughs> and how are you doing, hard bun? Uh, I'm just so sorry you got resurrected and she didn't do anything to fix your uh, deviated septum. <laughs> You see, yeah, he's got this light green skin now and chains all around him. He's wrapped up in chains. He looks like Theala brought him back, but he's like punishing him for failing. Mm. Um, and he goes, all of this Christmas celebration goes against the true meaning of the holidays. Soberly worshiping the light and not having sex. Wow. I, I make out with a sword again. <laughs> Don't stop. No. Those two gnomes are having sex right now. <laughs> They're just fucking each other. I'm, I'm, humping, that. I'm, I'm humping the sword. <laughs> stop humping my yeah, sword. I'll get in on this. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, and you see Galad goes, let's show the crick the true meaning of crickmas. And you see Galad pushes past you guys out into the woods, and he goes, on razor light! And you see his griffin appears out of thin air, but now it looks like sickly, like a weird demon griffin attached to a sleigh, and Glad hops in it, and he goes to take off into the sky. I'm gonna deliver religious pamphlets to the crick! Oh, that's so lame! <laughs> You're gonna have the best Christmas ever now! Are okay. the, are the, can Everybody roll initiative. Okay. Ooh. 15. I got a one, but I get to re-roll that because it's a lucky Christmas day. Uh, 10. I got an 11. Okay, so you guys have entered combat. Balnor knocked the fuck out on the ground, oh, no. tied up, by the way. And Galad just goes, I didn't even tell them to take anybody. They just did that because they're sick. We like hurting people. Oh, man. And Galad acts first. Glad hops into his sleigh with razor light and begins taking off. And uh, with a full dash action, uh, I'll say he gets about 60 feet up in the air. 
Uh, that is Moonshine's turn. I can't wait to deliver these pamphlets. Everyone will see the true meaning of the light, and Theolo will make my skin not green and give me a sword. Do the pamphlets have comics in them? No. Oh. Jesus, steal all the presents you want, but if you deliver these pamphlets, you'll officially ruin Christmas. I would like to cast Jump on myself, which okay. I believe, I can't find my card right now. It, I think it triples my jump. Okay. Which would mean that my jump is almost 60 feet. Yeah. I'll let you roll, do an acrobatics or athletics check to try to grab the bottom of the sleigh. Okay, that's what I'm trying to do. Nice. So I cast jump on myself and then jump into the air. It won't be too hard because you're already doing jumps, so I'll just say DC 10 acrobatics or athletics check. 15! 15! Moonshine, you leap up with arcane energy. The Crickmas spirit guides you, (laughs) and you grab the bottom of the sleigh. What? No, get off. Stop. (laughs) <gasps> um, you can also spores or something if you'd like. And then I will spores him only for six because I am not currently. Uh, and I'll also enter a rage. Okay, cool. Yeah. As my bonus action. Smart. Wheat. That is the gnome's turn. Uh, you see the two gnomes that were fucking each other. <laughs> let's, let's take a little break. Let's let's kill these guys and then fuck again. That'll be fun. Oh boy. Uh, so the two guys come forward. I'll say one will go after hard one, and one will go after Beverly. <laughs> so they have these are fucking beastly gnomes that are I, in the tome of beasts. Red caps. Well, I'm looking at the picture. Uh, so it, one goes forward and tries to bite you with these dirty, horrifying teeth. Oh! Uh, shout out to the two crew. Hey. Uh, misses. Uh, with its bite. Oh, but he makes two pike attacks? He makes three He's attacks. so sooty. This is insane. You obnoxious uh, little piece of shit. <laughs> uh, hits with the pike for... Uh, how did you produce that much shit? 12 damage. Yeah, the how did they? Bev. What yeah. were they eating Uh-oh. all day? Um, and then next hit is 18 to hit. Does that Doesn't hit? hit? Doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, misses with the pike. Uh, hard one. This other guy goes after you and tries to bite you. Is that the one uh, that was fucking or getting fucked? Uh, <laughs> you know, they were going back and forth, honestly. They were looking at each other. They 69ing? And they were going at it. Uh, no, they were just facing each They're other really generous. respectfully. Sta- they were both standing up mm. and just fucking at each other. Oh, it's the first cool thing I see in a gnome do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they take their two pike attacks, misses, and hits for eight damage. And then you see the third gnome um, just goes, Tee-hee, I'm making people sob. Uh, and he pulls out a match and he just lights the Christmas toys on fire. <gasps> <laughs> you little asshole. Excuse me? <gasps> You're a monster. <laughs> that is hard one's oh. turn. I go after the one that fucking lit the toys on fire. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you first. <laughs> 12. Not going to hit. You oh. see, he, he nimbly dodges out of way. Tee-hee, we're cute and funny. I'll take a second attack at him. <laughs> You're not funny. Uh, 15, 16. Uh, 16 hits. Got to read the audience a little better. 12 damage. Uh, he's pretty hurt, but he's not. These are pretty hardy gnomes. Hmm. Uh, cool. Uh, that is Bev's turn. All right. Um, you see Galad and Moonshine are flying away. Are there any trees that are that tall? There are certainly trees that Can are. I enchant a tree to grow vines and grapple razor light? Oh. 
Interesting. We're at the crick, so I imagine there's a lot of mangrove trees. Here, let's just roll a total luck check, and I'll okay. say, I'll uh, go ahead and roll 11 through 20. There's like a tree ant in the area that you could just like oh ask my God. for a boost. 11 through 20, and green shade is nearby. Okay. Whoa. It's a 16. Oh. Yeah, baby. Bev, you go to like enchant a tree and suddenly <laughs> you see it kind of like startles awake and goes, oh, fuck. Why is everybody making so much noise? It's Green Christmas shade. Eve. Hey, what's up, man? How hey, you Merry doing? Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, man. Hey, could you just like raise your hands in the air and swat around a little bit? Yeah, sure. Why not, man? <laughs> uh, he'll go and take an attack at... This uh, is such a cute Green Knight move to be like <laughs> this like one with the trees. Yeah, that yeah, worked out uh, great. Uh, sure. He'll go up and he'll just take an attack on... Yeah, and I mean, we established that he hangs out near uh, Old Cobb's tree. So fucking Green Shade's just here. This, uh, He's good. He's a hell of a lot better than a griffin. Uh, he does fucking 12 damage with yes. a slam attack, just ah. like batters uh, razor light. Uh, Moonshine, you feel the whole sleigh start to move. I'm into it. Let's do it. Uh, second attack misses, uh, and he takes a third attack, and he also misses. He rolled a three and a four. Um, but Bev, you can still take a turn. You can do an action and stuff. All right. Uh, and you see Green Shade goes, I think he's going to like fly away, man. Do you want like a boost? Absolutely. <laughs> can can you like give me? I want to do an aerial launch. Yes. Uh, if you can like put his feet down, I'll have him do a strength check to launch you, and I'll even let you get an attack. All right, great, cool. Uh, so he holds his uh, tree hands out to grab you as you rush towards him. He rolls a fucking nat twenty. Uh, what? What? Yes. Launches you right at whoever you want to hit. Glad whoever. Right. As I'm in the air. Uh, I like run my fingers along my sword to activate uh, the whetstone power. Beautiful. I the flip into the air, uh, and I just want to. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go for razor light. It's gonna just Ooh. slash down. Shit. Okay, go ahead. Um, make this attack roll with advantage because he got a nat twenty, so he threw you like fucking perfectly. That alley oop. He just got a nat twenty. Oh my god! <laughs> if you divine smite, you'll do double of that damage too. No, I'm gonna. It's a Christmas miracle. Holy a Christmas. Shit. Holy shit. All right. So 15, 9, 18. Oh, boy. What is that? 42 damage. Somehow that's 42 damage. Jesus. Um, Razor Light is on death's door. So close to dead. Am and, I riding Razor Light now? Uh, yeah, you can grab. with. I'll say with uh, fucking um, Green Shades Nat 20, you grab onto Razor Light and, and stab, stab into it. Mm -hmm. Nat 40. Yeah, two Nat 20s in a row. You stab into Razor Light while you're riding him, and Glad goes, no, Razor Light. Wait, uh -huh. Razor Light's undead. Yes. I take another D8. Jesus. <laughs> that's going to be, um, oh, that's just a normal D8. That's uh, four more damage. Four more damage, okay. Uh, Razor Light is barely alive. Okay. Oh. Uh, you have a second attack. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know if you were gonna give it to me, but yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you get it. All right, that's gonna. I think that's gonna hit the sixteen plus eight twenty-four. Certainly hits. Right, cool. That's going to be fifteen damage. Oh, dude! Finish Razor Light. Okay. <laughs> oh, no I way! Can't. You're gonna make us crash. I always hate to do this. Um. Okay. You know what I do? I uh I lift my sword. And uh, I pray to Blore, and I'm like, send this creature to the place it deserves to be. And then I drive my sword right through the base of its brain, and then I attempt to, like, steer it like a joystick into a safe landing. 
Okay. Hey, it's Christmas. Um, <laughs> go ahead and give me. I guess if. Oh my God, you're gonna try to just like stat like. I'm sullying it. You're trying. Okay, you're trying to sully him. Um, go ahead and give me. I guess a dexterity check or an intelligence check. Okay. I'll say DC 15 to land it safely, or else you guys just crash. You you fall 60 yeah. feet. That's an 11. That's okay. Uh. Y'all aren't going to die from this. Okay. Um, but you, yeah, you stab into razor light. You do see that it frees it from its bond with Galad. Mm. And uh, you see vines and green energy go around it. And you see it disappears in a poof. Oh. You can imagine that it uh, maybe went back to the Fey Wild. It's like Farewell. a ancient Fey creature. Uh, but then <laughs> Moonshine, Beth, and Glad are going to fall 60 feet in the sleigh and have a horrible crash. Glad's Crickmas is not going the way he wanted it to. <laughs> you guys take 32 damage <laughs> as you crash into the ground brutally. Oh, man. Wait. Hard one. You just see in the... Dis- you're fighting these gnomes. You see in the distance the griffin disappears, and you just see the sleigh with all of your friends on it just falling out of the sky. That doesn't look good. <laughs> uh, that is... Back around to Glad. You guys. <laughs> really t- puts uh, you burning a tiny train into perspective for me. <laughs> <laughs> you should have helped your friends. Yeah. I to kill you. You're obnoxious, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did the right thing, hard one. <laughs> They're a menace. We respect you. They're a goddamn <laughs> menace. menace. Society. Uh, that is Glad's turn. On Glad's turn, you see four of his chains animate uh, and dance around him. They've got like hooks on him uh, and he's going to go ahead and start making some attacks uh first he makes an attack against beverly uh you see he's got cool. he already had like two chains that he was spinning around chains are my thing now oh you're trying to reinvent mm. yourself that's so sad yeah i figure new new body new me <laughs> strike new uh, strike new <laughs> it's like a marley thing but also a grinch thing i thought you gotta pick a lane but <gasps> Uh, so he, oh my god, he crits on the first chain attack against Dang, Beth. Dang, this is Christmas, y'all. So it is, it is Christmas. So he does 15 damage on the first attack. Hmm. To who? To me. To Beth. Beth. The target is grappled if Glad isn't already grappling another creature. I'm grappled. So oh, wait, do I make a, a save or? You don't, you have to escape it. Okay. So it wraps around you if it hits. <gasps> um, then he's going to take another chain attack at you, misses with that one, but then you see these four animated chains, each one of them comes in. Oh. Uh, One misses, two miss, three hits for another 11 damage, and the fourth one goes and hits for nine damage. Uh, Y'all, I'm looking pretty bad. You're gonna die on Christmas. It's oh, not no. the way you, you should have read the pamphlets are everywhere. No, this is like my beautiful I... sleigh. You see his sleigh. It's like all these light pamphlets. Like, what can Theala do for you? Oh. Are spilled all over the thing. Uh, oh. After his turn, he uses his minor action and his movement to pick them up and put them back <laughs> in the bag. <laughs> oh, Dying so on sad. Christmas. It's like one of those sad country music songs. <laughs> uh, Moonshine, that's your turn. You're just like face down in the dirt, probably like 10 feet away from the crash scene. But Bev's looking hurt. Bev's looking hurt, yeah. Major hurt. All right, I got to heal. Glad's looking a little... I mean, Glad just crashed for like 30 damage, and he's got no friends. He's got no one to heal him. Oh, okay. He's not on death's door, but he's not like great. Then maybe I'll lightning bolt him. Do it. Yeah. I'm going to lightning bolt him. All right, yeah. So um, he's got to do dexterity saving throw. 
Kay. or I'll send a bunch of damage his way. Cool. 19. That's going to save. Okay. All right. Still takes half. 37, half of that. 37, half of that. Okay. So like 18. Damn. Moonshine, you call lightning down, hits Galad. You see all of his chains are like a light with lightning. Uh, Moonshine, you mean like an arcana check or an arcana save or something? Uh, 16. 16. Okay, Bev, you only take a quarter of that damage. What? Uh, but you see some of the lightning goes down the chain. Oh, because he's grappled on the chain. Yeah, so oh. we'll say that does six damage to Bev. Six damage to Bev? Yeah. Uh, I'm out. I'm dead. Fucking motherfucker! Bev is electric. You little, you laid Bev the track. You're, uh, a, you're a gnome. Oh, no. I touched the Christmas bulb, and it was burned out, and I died. That is the gnome's turn. You see the gnomes. There's three of them. Hard one. You are in this nightmare scene. You are with these three terrifying gnomes who look cute on first inspection, but they have blood all over their fists from beating Balnor all night. Uh, and then they have these like rancid yellow teeth and you're in this burning cave full of toys that are on fire. So they look like the Rudolph elves, but just like fucked up. Yes. You uh, little fucker, you beat the man who holds our bag. <laughs> uh, first guy's gonna take a bite at you. You beat our personal Santa. And hit... <laughs> For 16 damage, it's going to take two pike attacks uh, and hits with one. Nine damage. Second guy makes a bite attack, misses. Pike attack misses. Last pike attack hits. 12 damage. Next guy makes... Ooh, hits with both of his pike attacks. 12 damage. Nine damage. And then tries to bite you and misses. Cave burning around you, hard one. Uh, that is hard one's turn. Yeah, I hate you, fuckers, <laughs> so much. Um, <laughs> this is fun. Okay, this is the best Christmas we've ever had. This is my nightmare. I'm gonna swing my axe at the at the guy. I guess the, the guy one that, that you was, hurt. Yeah, the one that I hurt. Sweet. Twenty five to hit. That hits. Nine damage. Cool. Uh, second attack on him. Cool. 25 to hit again. That hits. 12 damage. He's looking pretty hurt, but not not on death's door yet. I'm going to <laughs> unbraid my beard, <laughs> sh- oh. shake it out, trying to look like a young Santa, <laughs> and uh, use my action surge. You need an action surge against nerds? Yeah, you little <laughs> fucker. 21. That hits. 14. Ah, uh, cool. He's, he's very hurt. I'm on dead. No shit. Uh, 13. Uh, blocks it with his pike. Oh, Sorry, man. Guess it's gonna take you three turns to kill a single gnome. They're gonna fucking Christmas kill me, man. Christmas is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I, as a bonus action, maybe I'll use uh, second wind. Can I, that's a bonus action, You can action, use right? second wind, all yeah, right, as cool. a bonus action. Just go all out on one gnome. Uh, that is best turn. Give me a death saving throw on Christmas. Oh, dead on Christmas. Oh, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an 18. Cool. That's one save. All right. That is back around to Galad. Uh, you see he pulls his chain back and begins taking chain attacks at Moonshine. Cool. Thanks for helping me kill your friend. Uh, one miss. <laughs> Two misses. Three misses. God damn it. Four misses. <laughs> Five misses. I've rolled under a ten. I five say, attacks in is a this crick miss or miss miss? <laughs> <laughs> From the grave, I say, looks like you have a little Swiss miss. <laughs> he does hit on the last one for 
12 damage. All right. And you are grappled by the chain. Grappled by the chain. Drawn on in and I'm Is there anything I can do? Because I've got strength and stuff like that because I'm a barbarian right now. Oh, so I actually only take half of that, right? I only take six, right? Yeah, it's uh, slashing damage. Yeah. Cool. Um, So the chains are wrapped around you. Um, You can use your action on your turn to get ungrappled. Also, grapple just means your speed is zero, so you can still cast a spell on him. You can touch the thing and do lightning. Like You can do lots of fun stuff. That is Moonshine's turn. Moonshine, right. you get this uh, metal wrapped around you. All right, I'll do a healing word on Bev. Actually, if that's the case, then I'm just gonna I'm gonna use my action to uh, get ungrappled. Oh, cool! Uh, it's DC 14 strength check to get out. Okay. Um, you should have. Four. I have advantage on strength checks. Nice. Uh, Ooh, oh wait, oh, that's, that's a D12. Yeah, Thank yeah, God. Roll a D20. Well, still bad. <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna get out. Okay. Uh, and then I'll healing word young Bev for third level. What is the word? Uh, the word is uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and a happy stew year. For 14. 14. Oh, wow, nice. Cool, Bev right. pops back up. I had a dream about Galad, but he was furry and green, and he had a big belly and a dog with an antler. And there was a bunch of weird little, like, mouse people around. What? No, this is completely original. I'm the only <laughs> one who's ever tried to ruin Crickmas. <laughs> this is my thing. All of this is original. The chains, the green skin. <laughs> it's all real. Dream sounds cool. Reality my is worse. My dream was directed by Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> then that is the gnome's turn. You also notice, Bev, you especially, because you're a paladin, you're in tune with all these, like, evil uh, good yeah. forces and everything. Oh, I also on my turn esporced him. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Sweet. For only six, because I'm not six. in okay. humble mode. Um, Glad's looking pretty hurt. I mean, he looks like his life sucked before this. This this new life sucks. Um, he exists to ruin Christmas. Bev and Moonshine, you guys notice just being around Glad makes you feel like shit. Like it that makes you grumpy. That was true before. It makes you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. More that so than before. before. There's bad. like a little bit of an, a magic a magic effect you going on You think that here. like the spirit of Christmas is being sucked from us. Yes. Um, that is the gnome's turn. Let me tell you guys how I thought this was going to play out. I uh, thought you guys were all going to jump on the sleigh and the gnomes were going to be a non-thing. Uh, instead, it turned into uh, three gnomes beating the fuck out of hard one by himself. Bring in it a on. Fireball cave. How Bring it you? on. Come on. Uh, <laughs> he hits with. Are his, you okay? Hits H-P-Wise? with his bite. Yeah. 14, yeah, okay. Fourteen damage. I'm okay, but they are. They each have three fucking attacks. <laughs> <laughs> hits hits with I'm a, messing around with one of his pike attacks for 11 damage. Um, the other two go. First guy misses with his first pike attack, but hits with his second one for 12 damage. He goes to take a bite. Hits 15 damage. I hate gnomes so much. Uh, and then the third one goes, takes two pike attacks, misses with both, takes his bite attack, and misses. That is hard one's turn. <laughs> you have one gnome that's really hurt. The other ones still look healthy. I'm I am so hurt. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna shake shake this off. Pretend that it's not happening. I'm not getting this my. This is ass. all happening. You see, just everything burning around you. They're just dancing in the fire. I must be in Bev's nightmare. I'm gonna take my. I'm gonna swing my axe at the hurt one. Sweet. Twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two hits. 11 damage. 11 damage. Hard one. Finish him. 
Thank fucking God. <laughs> I sling my a- my axe back behind my back and I just kick it in the head so hard. You see he was laughing until the end and he dies with a sick smile on his face and like Chucky at the end of a movie is just just this terrifying happy little guy burning in the fire. Oh, <laughs> can I like kick his t- kick his teeth off? You kick so, his like, teeth his, out. Yeah, they fly off but they're smiling. Yeah. Um, cool. Did I get to cleave into another one at all? Uh, yeah, you did one With damage me. to another guy. All right. My toe hit that one. <laughs> so I'll use my second attack on Sweet. that guy. I'm going to use my luck point Kay. because I only rolled a seven. And now I rolled an eight. Uh, does a 17 hit? Does. Woo. We're just little guys. <laughs> Rerolling the one. 11 damage. 11 damage. You're not that little. You're hurting me a lot. We're strong. Oh, and as a bonus action, is uh, Bev's amulet hanging? Uh, nah, Bev like went off into the woods. Cool. Then that yep. is my turn. Cool. That is Bev's turn. Oh, great. Um, Moonshine, how are you doing on health? Oh, I, I mean, I'm hurting, but it'll be fine. You I sure? can look at your amulet. Galad's looking, okay. Galad's looking pretty hurt. All right. Um, well, as a bonus action, I am going to look at my amulet. Okay, sweet. And Oh, okay. I got a 36 back. I'm at 40. Nice. HP now, Good feeling healthy. Good boy. I have a, a rosy glow to my cheeks once more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not fucking around anymore. It's time for a divine smite. Okay. It's time to give what I got from uh, Galent Roselle. Does 11 hit? Does not. Okay. Does a natural 20 hit? Sure is. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, happy Christmas, Harry. And to all a good fight. Oh. Nice. So that's 19 damage for my normal attack. Bev, finish him. Woo! Is Moonshine here? Yeah, Moonshine's there. Moonshine's Moonshine uh, connected you. to one of his chains. All right, here's here's what I do. Um, I want to kick the chains off Moonshine. Sweet. I grab her oh. hand. I use Nature's Wrath to summon vines, but since it's Christmas, they are Christmas wreaths. <laughs> it's it's Holly. <gasps> It's Holly. Uh, the vines envelop him. Uh, a portal to hell opens up. Yeah. And he is sucked downwards into hell. No, I worship the lie. This isn't the real Christmas. Oh, now enjoy. There's a war on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to Akarat. No. <laughs> Thank you for the Snoop brother. Enjoy eating Chinese food on Christmas. No, you'd think we'd be friends, but I hate it. Just watch a movie or something. You're not going to celebrate at all. We're going to freaking hang out the whole time. Yeah, you see Akarat comes up and starts pulling him down. I'm going to make him use the second controller and be my little brother. I'm going to steal lives from him in, in, in Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. No! Uh, Galad gets pulled into hell. Cool. Sick. <laughs> I'll never get tired of beating that guy. Uh, that Can we is... say that the portal to hell is still emitting like a Christmas light glow? Yeah, oh. now there's like a little bit of like red around it. Yeah. Wow. So uh, like an aurora borealis in the sky? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Moonshine, that's your turn. Oh, uh, the gnomes. We still going. I'm just going to run back and heal uh, hard one. <laughs> okay. You run back uh, towards the caves. Did you need an amulet, Gander? I guess I forgot to do it. I'll so. run with you, and you can do it on the way. Okay, so I'll use my bonus action to gander the amulet. Mm-hmm. I will cure wounds hard one for my final third level. Okay. And then I will also spores one of these gnomes. Sweet. Oh, hey, uh, dude, uh, Galad uh, offered to suck your dick when you tried to kill him. He didn't, you know? That's pretty rude. 
Uh, okay, so I heal you for 21. Oh, thank you. Seems like you've got these gnomes under control. Should we just help Balnor? Uh, yeah, you guys go do your thing. <laughs> that is the gnomes' turn. I got these little fuckers. <laughs> 21. So Bev and Moonshine rush into this cave. That is the gnomes' turn. There are two left. <laughs> Our brother's dead, and we don't care. <laughs> bad siblings. Uh, one on the bite misses. Uh, pike attack is going to hit. Dang, Christmas with the cranks over here. <laughs> uh, that's 12 on the one pike attack. Makes a second attack. Hits. Uh, and 12 damage. Okay. Uh, and then the other guy is going to take two cracks at you. We're going to take you to hell with us. <laughs> I feel like I'm already there. We're not planning uh-huh. on making it out of here alive. Uh, oh, and he hits and he crits. He crits. He crits and he hits. It's Christmas Fir- after all. First attack is nine Christmas. damage, and then crit attack is sixteen damage. Oh, I'm down. You're down. He still has a bite attack. He's gonna take a bite attack at oh. you when you're down. Hard one. He hits at you. Auto crit. Two death fails. <gasps> oh, jeez. <laughs> he crit on his bite attack. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, you auto-crit on guys who are uh, on the ground if you oh, hit. Oh, I see. So you have two death saves. Uh, so he bit you. You guys see this horrifying vision of um, this gnome just jumps on Hard One after, like, stabbing him. Hard One's bleeding out on the ground, and he just starts biting him like a zombie. Just Hard One, make a death saving throw. You have two fails. Jesus Christ. What? Do you have any luck points left? I sure do. Oh. And I'm going to need it because oh I just got a six. Okay. There's a 10. Ooh. Wow. That's the uh, really would hate path. to die on, cri- a on Christmas. Yeah, Miracle. All I, I don't want a lot for Christmas. All I want is hard one to not fucking die. Okay. Woo, hard woo. one is almost dead. That is Bev's turn. All right. Uh, Bev charges up his hands, uh, green sparks flying off of them, slams them both on hard one's big, beautiful calves. Uh, no, slams them both on Hardwin's big, beautiful quads, mm. uh, surging him with a touch hands. Wow. So cool. uh, I have 40 for that. Um, yeah, I'm just going to get, I'll give you 30. Tight. Yeah. I, can I do one of those uh, kind of like handspring things? Kick ups? Yeah. <laughs> you kick back up or kip up? Yeah. <laughs> got a lot of uh, weight in the legs. Back up to Moonshine. Wait, can I go, I'll just oh. go ahead and cast uh, Shield of Faith on Hardwin as That's well. That's a good call. I'm very um, vulnerable. <laughs> that is Moonshine's turn. Um, okay, and there's just these two little guys left? Yeah. They're not that little. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> They're super powerful, Moonshine. Um, Be careful. I guess I'm just going to attack them. Okay. They seem like wieners. Uh, okay, that's definitely going to hit. 27 hits? Yes. Oof. Bad roll. It is not my Christmas. Uh, hit him for 10. Okay. And then spores him for 6. Okay, this dude is pretty hurt. That is the gnome's turn. <laughs> They're going to keep chopping at a hard one. No place like gnome. Two two pike attacks. Uh, hits with one of them. 15 damage. Oh, my God. Jeez. I'm going to go down again. No. Takes a bite. Misses on the bite. Uh, other guy takes Wait, two. Wait, are you using his new AC? Uh, yes, okay. he rolled a 16. He did have plus eight to hit. Um, other guy misses with both of his pike attacks. He's going to take a bite. He hits with his bite. Um, for, oh my god, 23 damage. Uh, and I'm down. Oh, 
Hard one goes back down. Uh, hard one, go ahead and make a death saving throw. This is the worst crick miss ever. <laughs> yeah. Gnomes are kicking your ass. 11. 11, that's a pass. Nice. Bev, that's your turn. Okay. I guess I... No, just fucking kill the gnomes. I just killed them. <laughs> I can heal. You have, two, you have two attacks. I only have one, that's so let point. me do the healing. Uh, all right. I'm going to use Wrathful Smite <laughs> on the gnome. Yeah. And uh, you don't have with... to heal me either. I just want to wake up and have them be dead. <laughs> Okay, that's going to hit. That's 18 plus 8, 26. Certainly hits. Great. 11 damage normally. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to do a Wrathful Smite on them. Sweet. Which uh, they're going to need to make a Wisdom saving throw, but it's 1d6 psychic damage. Cool. Uh, Fails. He fails? Yes. Great. Uh, That's 6 damage, and the target is uh, frightened until the spell ends. Um, His brain explodes, and you see just blood and chunks coming out of his ears as he smiles and falls down. I'm going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) And he falls on the ground. You feel bad about it, though. Just shaking on the ground. Uh, back up to Moonshine's cool. turn. Is there? A, what's the one look like? Has he been? I hit guess yet? Bev, you get a second attack, right? Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that was my first attack. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, cool. Uh, let me swing at the other one. Sweet. Christmas is for friendship. Uh, Sixteen plus eight. Is that gonna hit? That's twenty-four. Yes. 24? Yes. Yes. Uh, Ten. Sweet. And is there just one gnome left? Yes. Yeah. Let's divine smite. Do it up. Uh, four extra damage. Okay. Uh, that, that's it's it. It's pretty hurt. Yeah. Uh, that is Moonshine's turn. Do I get the sense that this gnome is going to attack Hard One while he's down? <laughs> you can't really tell. All right, I heal Hard One. Okay. Hard One, did the you mo- have like yeah, a... The gnome's just going to attack me now that, it, now that I'm up. Did you have a whole yeah, um, It's a true. Wonderful Life flashback when you were down? It's been a, it's been a shit life. <laughs> 16. 16. Hard One pops back up. That is... I just keep waking up to be killed by a gnome. <laughs> that is back up to the gnomes. You see on the gnome's turn, he spits on you, hard one, as you're getting up and goes, I ruined Christmas and I'm going to live. Uh, and he just disengages and starts running out of the cave. Can I uh-huh. get an opportunity attack on him? Um, no, he disengaged. So what does that mean? So he is... Do we get an opportunity attack? No, no he is 40 we... feet outside of the cave. You guys can chase him if you want. I'm throwing my javelin. That's uh, hard one's turn, yeah. I throw my javelin. <laughs> Go ahead and make a javelin attack. <laughs> a lightning one? Yeah. Nice. I hate you, you little shit. That's a three. I'll use a luck point, my final one. <laughs> Absolutely. Two, 20. Not 20 a nap, hits. Um, sweet. This is going to be a lot of damage. Is it red and green lightning? Yes. Yes, it is. 25. Hard one. Finish this yes. gnome. Oh, yeah. Fuck him up. Thank God. I want my javelin to sort of like go through his uh, his calf and kind of pin him oh. on the <laughs> on against the cave. <laughs> Wait, have mercy. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Um, and then I'm you should going. Shit, you should upper deck his mouth. Oh, that's a really great <laughs> I just idea. wanted to shit in the stockings and beat up your friend. <sighs> You're the stalking now. So, and, yeah, and then, <laughs> uh, and, yeah, you're the stalking. I pinch his nose until he opens his mouth, and then I shit into his mouth. Oh, you shit into his mouth, and he dies of disease. Yeah. Oh, septic shock. And he, as he tries to spit it up, I want to uh, oh. put my boot through his teeth. He so he just drinks his own teeth in he, my shit. He drowns in shit on Christmas. <laughs> Damn, that happened to my uncle. <laughs> that was a that was a Christmas miracle after yeah, all. Uh, praise Pelor. That's exactly what I wanted for Christmas. So, you guys see uh, this cave is alight with burned Christmas toys. All of the Christmas presents oh, have been no. ruined. Uh, you see Balnor kind of stirs awake, and it's kind of this bittersweet moment where he goes, 
Oh, hey guys, I'm glad you came. Those gnomes beat the shit out of me. Um, but I was able to help these little guys. Uh, and you see he pulls out from under his armor uh, three oh. little chipper monks. Oh, Is it Calvin and the Petries? It's Calvin and the Petries. Uh, we were going out to do our yearly caroling, and then we got knocked out by some gnomes and brought here. Let's go back to town and do some caroling of our own. Yeah, y'all got a good song for passing out presents, too, because we got to redistribute all these presents. Yeah. The presents look pretty screwed up. Oh. But they're also personal. eh, We're also, yeah, they're still handmade. That's what really matters. Maybe with a little (laughs) Christmas magic. You guys, you guys load up all of these burned toys into, into a bag. Uh, I've got got three sweet little ornaments. I've made all of the gnomes into uh, ornaments. Sticking hooks into them. Just like little skulls. Yeah, my climbing grappling hooks are, uh, I've made ornament gnomes. Yeah, you guys untie Balnor. You see that he was captured along with the, uh, with Calvin and the uh, (laughs) chipper monks, and he was like protecting them, like putting them like under his belly so that he could get beat up instead of them. Um, I can take it. I'm a dad. I got dad strength. I go ahead and give him like a Christmas hug and touch hands him so he's feeling better. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he gets a little better. Still was the worst Christmas I've ever had. Same. Uh, You guys all... Until the end, Balnor. Wasn't my favorite. (laughs) You guys put all these burned toys and everything into the bag. um, And as you guys start walking back towards the crick, you see that the sled that uh, had crashed that Galad was driving, suddenly razor light appears with like a green aura around him like a mist. And he goes, you broke my bond with that freaking turd and for that you have my thanks oh hell yeah I I dap him up he daps you guys I I touch my hand to his beak I definitely dap that griffin (laughs) you dap that griffin Um, and uh, you guys all get in the sled together and razor light takes off leading you guys towards the crick I scan the skies to see if I can see Pelor uh, in his, uh, oh, it would probably be like a uh, VW bug bus <laughs> that's led by a bunch of cool big dogs uh, spreading Christmas or Pelor festival cheer to all the children. <laughs> yeah, you see a big VW bus and a bunch of just like big golden retrievers flying <laughs> through the sky. And he goes, good job, Biff. And he gives you a big thumbs up. Can we can we use the feather fall ring to make sure all like so that when we throw the presents they all land really slowly? Yeah, so right in the lap. Of you the guys kid who wanted them. fly over the crick. You see that everybody was at each other's throats at this point. The trial has resumed, and you see Pawpaw still arguing in favor of Cooter and stuff. Um, and you guys drop these toys out, and they're all burnt and screwed up. At first, people go, "What? It's all fucked up." And then uh, you see another Crick Elf like walks over to that pea tree and goes, yeah, but that's a little rocking horse that I made you, man. I knew that your kid would want it. And he goes like, oh, this is for Petrie Jr.? That's so sweet of you. That's so sweet of you. And you see that they all start getting these damaged and fucked up toys, but they're like, oh, you made this for me? That's so nice. That's so nice. What were we even fighting about? And uh, toys continue to fall not down. Guilty. Not guilty. <laughs> not guilty. Not guilty. goes, see, I made that for you. I made you your own bow. And you see this just like broken, fucked up burnt bow. It's uh, perfect. Falls into another Petrie's hand. He goes like, Gooder, I can't believe I can't believe I accused you of this on Christmas. Uh, and Cooter and this Petrie hug. 
Uh, you guys lower the sleigh down, and you see Meemaw runs over to you guys and gives you guys a hug. Y'all have saved Christmas! But you do see that in the background, Cooter Stump lights on fire, <laughs> and you see one Crick Elf running out going, So we doing this, gang? We lighting them up? We burning oh. down this guy's stump? It's a stump burning. It's a stump you know burning. What? And Cooter goes, no, please don't burn down my stump. That's where I live. That's where he lives. And Mima goes, Moonshine, you know, it wouldn't be Christmas without a little snow. Will you help me? <gasps> I cast Sleet Storm. Moonshine casts Sleet Aww. Storm, and it begins snowing on the crick. Cooter's- well, it's, it's a crick snow, which is sleet. <laughs> It's like dirty, sludgy sleet. Oh, so brown. Dirty, sludgy sleet. So magical. Falls <laughs> all over the crick, putting out Cooter Stump. Uh, everyone explains the situation to the Petri that tried to uh, commit arson on Cooter. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, don't I just feel like a jackass? And you guys do the Crickmas morning crawfish boil a little early and start it immediately as Crick snow falls. Wait, real quick, I got presents. <gasps> you got presents for them? What, what did you get? I got presents for hard one. I got some quad warmers. Oh, that's oh. great. <laughs> and then for Beverly, I got little wheels that he can put on his special shoes. Oh my goodness, you made them Heelys? Um, yeah. Oh. It's optional Heelys. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. I feel so bad. I don't. I didn't get you anything. That's okay. Okay, Christmas is about giving, not about receiving. Um, I hmm. You don't. That's all. I okay. didn't give presents to get. <laughs> really searching for stuff that's on his person already. <laughs> You've already given me enough wonderful presents. I give you a big hug then. Aw, get hug. on in here. Get on in here. Where's Papa? Papa just won the case. He looks super sweaty. He's been working all hugs night. Hugs Cooter. Yeah, hugs Cooter. Cooter's so happy to be out of the uh, Crick Jail, I open which is up, a timeout bag. I open up my overall bib to let him in, and for the first time, y'all see that I, there is like a whole room inside my overall bib. <laughs> He's got like a nightstand and yeah, like a Papa, desk that he works and a at. And a file cabinet. <laughs> Filing cabinet. <laughs> Papa wipes his brow and goes into your overalls after a hard night worked on Christmas, uh, but then you guys have the crawfish boil and you celebrate and uh, our folks at home hear Old Cobb go and that's where we'll end our session. See <laughs> Old Cobb next to the fire. We'll see y'all next time. Let's catch up with Murph, Emily, Caldwell, and Jake. See if they got anything to plug. <laughs> nice. <laughs> bye, bye y'all. Have a happy Christmas. Happy holidays. And you see as the camera pans out, the fire begins to catch throughout the stump. <laughs> old, old cop just huffs a little crick water and falls asleep in his chair. As it continues to fade out. Beep, 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 beep. And that's where we'll end our session for Beautiful. real. Yeah. All right. Oh. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was a fun one. I'm this is great. So nice. Way to go. Yeah. Absolutely great. It's all I wanted for Christmas. Check, check yeah. our marks. Yes, those songs were so good. Oh, thanks. I, I want to talk about this on the short rest. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do a short rest for this one, guys. Head on over to yeah. Patreon.com/slash/nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't oh, sing yeah. yet. 
Um, guys, we have things to plug. Uh, check out Hot Date on Netflix. It's me and Emily Sketch Show. Uh, check out our book, Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Your Emergency Contact. It's a satirical relationship advice book. And watch us on Fantasy High, uh, D&D Play Show, available on Dropout, College Humor's streaming service. Call the wall. What do you got to plug? Ooh, uh, please check out the first season of Big City Greens. Uh, you can check it out on Amazon or iTunes, I believe. Uh, we're going to have a season 1.5 coming in January, I believe. Yeah. So uh, yeah, get buddy. caught up on now. Get caught yeah. up on our non-serialized sitcom. But please watch the episodes. Nice. And buy my buy my beard oil, everybody. <laughs> it's Christmas. If you want a gift for somebody, brothersistercode.com. It's so funny and innocent that you keep plugging beard oil. <laughs> I don't it give really a shit if you watch laugh. any of my videos, if you <laughs> listen to my other podcasts. I just, just want to make sure that your face mane is lustrous. Just, yeah, just put my oil on your <laughs> face, everybody, brother. <laughs> Sisterco.com. Yeah. So happy holidays, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week to do a year-end show, and then we'll be back with campaign episodes in January. Can we can we go out on We Wish You Merry Christmas again? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And hallelujah. I forgot that we were doing the Bohemia thing. We are the youth of the nation. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Oh, Pelor shines through your acts and deeds. Starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven, once had to switch pants with Denny after Denny pissed himself while watching the quote-unquote scary part of Moana. I get it. It's a scary film. J. Loma 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker Hardwan's Jimspiration, before Steelbreaker Hardwan had a lean swimmer's body and had to learn the beauty of bulking up. Dylan B., a sword-wielding wizard who accidentally invented blade singing. Around the holidays, Dylan likes to gift sword to his friends and family. It was super awesome the first year, but now everyone has too many swords. That's a good problem to have, Danny P. Bohemia's resident artist painted Hardwon's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage. Hardwon talked the whole time about his breakup with Gemma, so Danny may have cut a few corners to cut the session short. Tom P., father of the realm, the serenader of sleeping babies, turned fighter of Akarat. Anytime a child has a nightmare where they're floating down the lazy river of hell, Tom, Freddy Krueger's his way in and kicks Akarat's ass. Take it! Spencer Cask Brew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia's alike, makes a... M- Makes a mold crick water that is perfect for getting you beyond fucked up round crick around the Christmas bush. Griffin SD, a.k.a. The Stranger, the silver dragonborn eldritch knight and ex-owner of the Badger's Pint Inn and Tavern. After the Badger signed the rights to the tavern over to an Orange Theory Fitness, Griffin was at first upset, <laughs> but then did a trial membership and has already lost five pounds. Congrats, Griffin. Beard man Dan, Dan's beard is so long that Alanis used a ninth level wish spell to make it smaller and less obtrusive, and it's still twice as long and thick as hard ones. Scott D., a Bohemian pro wrestler akin to our world's Undertaker, except Scott D. is actually a zombie and can definitely beat Brock Lesnar. Nice. Aaron C. has the biggest and 
brownest Christmas bush in this entire crick. His stump is an insane fire hazard. Hermes W., the Bat King. Hermes is currently feuding with his daughter, the Bat Princess, who has given up her right to the throne to marry a goose. Mm. Heavy is the head that wears the Bat Crown. RJW, the bartender at the Little Bug Bar at the Crick. RJ will spend their Christmas lending a sympathetic ear to Joe the Praying Mantis. Spartus, a brilliant arcane scientist who has a who is as accomplished as Professor Duddle and only half as evil. Spartus will scramble your brain and sell you drugs, but only with your express permission. That's nice. Adam R., the R-rated assassin, but not the X-rated assassin. There are no genitals involved in Adam R.'s kills, but you better believe there are nipples. Cassandra MHP has so much HP, she wandered through Akarat's Lake of Fire while looking down at her phone and didn't even notice. Hell yeah, Lake of Fire. Danielle the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly. She once cut the mic on Calvin and the Chippermunks mid-concert. Oh no! <laughs> Hugh C, <laughs> a.k.a. Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crew on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red is currently celebrating Crickmas with a bunch of frost giants who he intimidated into pretending to be his family. You know, family is what you make of it, I think is the same. <laughs> Manny the mundane accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. When you think you've run out of wrapping paper, but then you find a little bit left in the back of your closet from last year, that's Manny making sure you have a Merry Christmas. Daniel Yu, aka Multifor, the many-faced magician, has two faces, Ooh. which, you know, compared to the average person, is many faces. <laughs> Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, after hearing about Galad's return in this episode, Jordan DJ remixed Strike True to be Strike New, as in N-U with an umlaut, and you better believe they turned it into a super aggro new metal song. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, Born of the Sword, Master of the Extension Cord. That's right, Jeffrey S.'s Christmas lights are fresh as heck and safely plugged in. Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned Crick Barkitect, helped the youngins build gingerbread stumps this year out of graham crackers spackled together with the brown stuff from inside the crawdaddies. Disgusting. Lex Sketch, the escape artist. Whenever Santa gets stuck in a chimney, Lex Sketch is there with a cantrip and a stick of butter to work Jolly Saint Crick out. John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom. Schubert recently joined seven of their mushroom buddies to make the most bioluminescent menorah this side of Cragwater. Ryan M. has a distinct honor of lighting the final firework on the 16th night of Galater Veronica. In all their three years of doing it, Ryan M. has only ever slipped up and started one deadly fire. Elena C., a frostwind sorcerer who conjures snowstorms, blizzards, and ice knives for Bohemia's more tropical cities and villages that still want to get in the holiday spirit. Andrew M., the best gift giver at the Crick. When you get a visit from Andrew M. on Crickmas, you pray it's not your stump that gets burnt down this year. Michael McD., head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn. Inspired by this episode, Michael McD. whipped up an elegant cocktail with chocolate liqueur and Irish cream called Runny Gnome Shit. Disgusting. Victor <laughs> T., Balnor's boy whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world, it's going to be difficult to celebrate Why Nocton or sing Still Knocked or hang the Christmas pickle on the Tenenbaum without Vader Balnor. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
was looking forward to you reading that. Henry A, a trickster gnome who has perfected the minor illusion cantrip so they can spend near nothing on everyone's holiday presents. They do have to invest in a decent amount of fleece, however, as it is one of minor illusion spell components. Lance W, a.k.a. Lance the Fans, a godless son of a bitch who doesn't believe in any of the deities for whom this season is dedicated, but still shows up to all the holiday parties and drinks their weight in bognog. <laughs> Justin I has used their success on Stump Wars to start a production company that makes only the most conservative, Theala-loving holiday programming. Essentially, they're trying to put the Theala back in Theala-palooza, which is being celebrated for the first time this year and not with much enthusiasm as its celebration is mandated and non-compliance is punishable by death. Caleb Storm the First. Caleb has been making a killing off this Theala Palooza thing with their Theala on the Shelf toy, a stuffed Theala that watches your children to make sure they are devoted to her. Clayton M, a claymation down Dalmatian, shuttles folks to and fro during their holiday travels and is much cleaner and more efficient than the claymation Greyhound. TJM, a multi-class barbarian fighter who couldn't give a shit about Galateronica, Crickmas, or Theala Palooza, but can't fucking wait for Boxing Day. The professional, the only lawyer to ever successfully beat Papa on litigation. It's rumored that the professional was in the audience tonight and after watching Papa on court, however, has re-enrolled in law school. Jacob C. Every year, Jacob dresses up as Crick Crinkle, a jolly, rotund, lovable elderly man who hands out presents. It's not tied to any Crickmas tradition, so no one really gets what Jacob is doing. If anything, Jacob's trying to make a tradition happen, and everyone's just kind of trying to ignore it. Elena M. Trains with Hardwon and Steelbreaker at the gym and showed up to leg day with a special gift. Latkas. They're paleo latkas that are made from rutabagas and a ton of protein powders and will keep your lats pumped for cheat days to come. Gone off has gone off the radar because it's the holidays and they're visiting their parents and their parents' house has like no sending stone service. Mick Pucks, the codemaster who created our amazing website, Secret Has It, Mick Pucks is the one who programmed Hard Juan to be a good robot. Earl and Kathleen L, two star-crossed lovers who, unlike Gemma, survived assassination attempts <laughs> at their wedding. <gasps> Dylan M, a talented executioner who kills people with a broadsword clenched firmly between their butt cheeks. Dylan also mops up the mess afterwards with a mop clenched between his butt cheeks. Jive G, a Bohemian frontiersman currently hurting the living rams across the frigid north. What a cowboy, what a hero. Gorbin A, an entrepreneurial orc who is pitching Shay on opening up a soul cycle next to her yoga studio. Atlas Storm Reaper, an invisible spider that started a grungy emo band. So many people show up at Atlas's concerts even though none of their fans will ever see them. Jostrich, a jovial ostrich. Rumor has it Jostrich is opening for Old Cobb on his stand-up tour through Gladeholm. E.L. Dreg, a.k.a. the Dregernaut, given their name because they never let the dregs of a keg go unfinished for naught. Maybe they have an alcohol dependency issue, but damn if they don't have a sick nickname. Sick Nick! Cameron C., a gnome historian currently writing a dissertation on the treachery <laughs> and shame of their own people. Charo Arcadius, a tiefling warrior whose tail is his best friend and worst enemy. Charo has a devil and angel on their shoulder, but Charo's tail has two devils, so it's three to one. 
Daniel R, a human fighter whose long jump is infinity, has never used this power because they don't know if they'll ever be able to stop jumping. Josh S, aka Josh Scoop, holds the record in Bohemia for most scoops of an adorable creature once scooped Akarat by accident before realizing he wasn't cute at all. He was a slender little daddy's boy with an order problem. Dom R, owner of the baggiest pants in Bohemia, often wears pants that jingle with dozens of giant coins. They're essentially Jenko and they give Dom a plus four to AC. Nicholas R., the only elf with enough willpower to abstain from kissing in the timeout bag, but Nicholas gets laid outside the sack a bunch. Okay, so you don't need it. Jennifer V., a street vendor who cooks their hot dogs on fire giants. It's the only way to get those super authentic grill marks. These hot dogs are also kosher for Passover. Matt H. was the person trapped in Ulfgar's gem before Ulfgar. Matt has a studio apartment now, but it feels pretty spacious after the gem. Jacob J., a dwarven animal trainer, often comes across demon animals and is able to Caesar Milan style make them behave. Would be horrified to know how many beautiful creatures Hard One has murdered in cold blood. Destin C. is looking to fulfill their Destin E. That's how they introduce themselves in every tavern through Bohemia to mixed responses. When it works, though, it's great. Devin B., the strongest praying mantis at the crick. When Joe makes love to his wife, she pretends she's laying with Devin B. When she comes to and sees Joe, she tries to murder him. Tragic. Michael L., a druid who just opened a cold-pressed Goodberry juice shop right next to Shay's yoga studio, and before you ask, yes, the juice is charcoal-activated, and yes, Michael is raking in the dosh. Sam H., a halfling raised by dragons inspired by tales of Balnor's bravery. Sam now travels far and wide collecting treasure for the dragon's hoard in their magic sack, which has earned them the nickname Baggin Kelvin Noodles, the noodle doodler, a pasta argor who can predict the future by slapping noodles on a canvas. At first, they used a crystal meatball, but it was way less accurate. Sergio Salazar Solomon Zacharias de Sevilla, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. Sergio lives in a big basket and can only wake up if his roommate plays a special flute. If he weren't so incredibly sexy, he'd have a real hard time keeping a job. Max L, rising in the ranks of the Thieves Guild, Max L has been butting heads with Joris by suggesting they wear domino masks in addition to feathered caps. Joris thinks it'll clash, but Max has a dream and is sticking to his guns. Max also thinks they should use guns. Trele the crayfay who makes hay every day. It's what the green knights sleep on now. Thanks, Trey. Evan K, a.k.a. Malvo Dawnstar. Come one, come all to Malvo Dawnstar's traveling druid enclave. Malvo is spending this Christmas handing out Christmas bushes to people on the road and telling the tales of hospitality, whether they wanted to hear it or not. That's right, Malvo is straight up blocking traffic. Grace H, the graceful ace, an airship pilot well-known across Bohemia. Fun fact, Grace's airship is shaped like a red doghouse, which is just fine because Grace looks exactly like a cartoon beagle wearing a flying scarf. Weird, I know, but that's just how it is sometimes. Aaron G, a gnome who sells bootleg Watch This shirts out of the back of their Toyota horse-drawn wagon. They are on top of Lieutenant Bricker's most wanted list. Eric B, a dwarven blacksmith who crafted some of the realm's less well-known divine weapons, like the king's knife, the king's fork and the king's vajetti. 
Jory S., a dwarfin who dug higher into Iron Deep than any dwarf before them, a feat that sounds cool until you realize it just means they drilled a hole in the ceiling. Everyone is pissed at them except Hard One, who was extremely jealous. John W.G., wielder of a broadsword so broad it's basically a shield. Several enemies try to point this out but are promptly cleaved before they can finish their point. Alucard, a reverse vampire or a Ripmav who goes around Bahumia giving blood to those in need. Thank you for your service, Alucard. Now grab a cookie and some juice. You've earned it. Andrew R., an eye doctor who created prescription eye drops for the harvester beast. The beast still consumed their soul and made their unwilling flesh a servant of Akarat, but the drops did wonders for their blurry vision. Baby Doc, an infant documentary filmmaker currently working on a true crime series about a mysterious band of boobs who are slowly murdering their way across Bohemia in their quest to acquire all the world's most cursed artifacts. Andrew A., a floss giant. They do that one Fortnite dance all the time. It may seem annoying, but they've got that hip sway down perfectly and can use it to quickly and efficiently mesmerize their enemies. Richard Adam H. invented the Bohemian version of Quidditch. The only difference is you bounce a ball instead of a riding broom and there's only one hoop and there's no bludgers or golden snitch. Okay, I'm just realizing this is basketball, but Bohemia didn't have that either, so it's still pretty cool, I guess. Slam dunk, Richard. Kyle McHugh, a hungry knoll currently pursuing the band of boobs rams across Frostwind. It's a real wily coyote situation. They've got rocket skates and everything. And Kyle Kyle did catch Ryan. <laughs> and finally, Colin G, the biggest of the big dogs, pulling Pelor's classic Volkswagen bus on Pelor Fest Eve. Each year after they finish delivering gifts, Colin and Pelor split a bud heavy and watch the sunrise over the material plane. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with our end of the year episode highlighting some of our favorite moments for the year. It's fun. It's fun, guys. Have a happy holiday and head over to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash nadpod. If you want to hear the short rest, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.